everybody. This is Kim Honeycutt. I am a part of this amazing ministry called ICU Talks, and you right now are part of it as well because you're listening to our podcast, Hear Voices. And this is Dan Bruzek, also a member of ICU Talks, board member. Yes, he's a board member. He makes, he's, a, he's a big wig with that, us. Something like that. Yes. Yeah. So just so you know that we meet on the third Tuesday of the month at Mosaic Hope Center. We are not a part of Mosaic, but they're a very generous, generous church and let's be a part of it. And so each time when we meet, we have three speakers. So this month, our 10-minute speaker was Minister Nikita Davis. And I got to tell you, she rocked the house. Absolutely, she did. 10 minutes, a good solid power. It was really powerful. So enjoy what you're about to hear. You're going to hear a little bit of her story, but you're going to hear a whole lot about why and how she loves Jesus. Amen. God is so good, you guys. As she stated, my name is Minister Nikita Davis. It is an absolute honor and a privilege to be here. I had an opportunity to come um, several months back and just be poured into from the speakers that were up here, connected with Kim Honeycutt, and here we are, right? I made it to the audition. And then as she stated earlier, misfit, so I fit right in. So, and I'm here with y'all, so we all, we all in this together, I see. So praise God, glory to God. Well, look, um, I also very quickly want to give where honor uh, is due. First of all, God is the head of my life. He is my source. He is my strength. And I need you to know that. I don't always get it right. I don't even pretend to always get it right. But I'm pressing towards the mark. And I know that you're here. You're pressing towards the mark as well. So I thank God for you. Very quickly, I got to give a shout out to my husband. He is my love. He is so supportive. D'Amico is here. Our babies are at home. We got somebody watching them. And then I have my sister in Christ, Minister Moody, that is here. So I'm just grateful to have support. You know, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to spur one another on. Now, we're going to go ahead and get to why we're here. And that's to let you know that God has you, no matter what. I am a living witness. So I'm going to go ahead and take you back very quickly to 2011. And we about to roll into 2020. I'm talking about 2011. Look, but I want to take you back to 2011. That was a very pivotal year in my life. And just to kind of give you a perspective and to paint the picture, I had it going on. I was the bomb. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, hair did, nails did, toes did, all everything did. I was fancy. And so that, that that's just who I was, right? I let the uh, things get to my head. I was a supervisor on the job. Everybody that reported to me was 10, 15 years older than me. I was moving up the corporate ladder. I was driving nice vehicles, had my own home at 24, honey. You couldn't tell me nothing. You hear me? You couldn't tell me nothing. You couldn't, but that's okay. And so I allowed all of those things, all of the tangible things that the world tells you that you should go for, what you should strive for, that you should climb the corporate ladder. I allowed those things almost take me out. But glory to God, he is so good. I'll tell you about a specific night. Again, 2011, I remember it was the summer of 2011. And again, I was about my money. Now, some of the new school will tell you they about their money, they coin, they purse, they bag. I mean, they got all kind of acronyms. I was about all of those things. And I had worked all day long. I was exhausted. Well, not too exhausted for a phone call to ring and for me to answer the phone and say, what's going on? Because I was also a party girl. 
Oh, I love to party. Let's go out to the club. One club, two club, let's just go all week long as if I didn't have any responsibilities, as if I wasn't a wife, as if I wasn't a mother. That was to the side. I got my money in the morning and then I would party in the night. Again, the enemy wanted to use that whole uh, thought process of glitz and glam and getting money and partying and bottle service and all of these things to send me to the pits of hell. Well, that particular night I went and picked up my friends we went out, not to one club, but to two clubs. Now I know I'm the only one, all y'all saved and sanctified, y'all ain't never did that, so it's all good, I'm talking to me. I'ma just be real with me, it was just me. Went to one, then went to the other, then you know it's not official, the night ain't over until you go to the Waffle House. Cause you gotta eat, shout out to the Waffle House, okay? Maybe I can get a waffle. But, so, you know, cause I like, you know, y'all know what I'm talking about that all-star, the slant, what's the one? Bacon, egg, and cheese, and the waffle, okay, that's what I had. So anywho, that was the whole night, right? So by the end of the night, it's like five, six, seven in the morning. And I was the designated driver. So I had to drive these people all the way back across town, drop them off, and then go all the way back to my home. Well, again, I was exhausted. So as I was driving down 485, because I am a Charlottean, I'm a native born and raised, so is my husband. Charlotte in the house, Charlotte, okay? There we go. So, well, on that night, I wasn't too lit, right? I was actually sleeping. I kept falling asleep behind the wheel, and against my better judgment, I said, I'm almost there. I can make it. Let me keep going. Well, I got to my exit, and as it was time for me to get off, I had already fallen asleep again. I woke up right before my exit, and I woke up, and I jerked the vehicle. Why did I do that? You can go ahead and show the first slide. My car flipped three times. Uh, sort of, there was like a little embankment. And it was actually upside down. This picture is depicting after AAA came and flipped it right side up. It was actually upside down. I had to crawl through the busted windows and make it out. It was almost the crack of morning on that particular day, again, July 24th, 2011. I remember the utility worker running across the uh, highway looking at me as if he saw a ghost because surely coming across, he thought he was going to find a corpse. And he should have. He should have. I was living foul. I wasn't living for God. I wasn't living for my marriage. I wasn't living for my children. I was just living for Nikita. I had created the house of Nikita. I was my very own idol that I worshiped and no one knew it. So I deserved to die and God should have did it. But he decided to keep me because he knew he had a plan for me. You can go to the next slide. Jeremiah 29, 11. I know that's a classic, but when he tell you this, he means it. And it simply says, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Glory to God, he had a hope and a future for me. He could have let me go when the enemy thought he had my back literally up against the wall. I should have been dead. I could have been dead. My neck should have snapped. Any of that could have taken place, but he said no. Not today. You're not going to get my baby because that's my daddy. And he said, on this day, she will live and she shall not die, even though I deserved it. And I thank him for that. So I want to roll forward very briefly to the next slide. This is four, year late, four years later. 
Glory to God. I ran back into my childhood sweetheart, which is my husband that happens to be here. And I honestly believe in my heart of hearts that he sent him to me to save my life. Because as I was veering off the edge and just living this reckless life, he drew me nearer. He drew me back into church where we begin to serve, where we begin to go to Bible study. We rededicated our lives back to Christ together. When we were married, we were even baptized in the same pool. Glory to God. And that was in 2015. The one down at the far bottom, 2016, our daughter decided to give her life to Christ as well on her own, and she was also baptized. So again, thinking about how the enemy wanted to steal kill and destroy. He wanted to take out, not just me, it wasn't enough. He wanted to end our marriage before it began. He wanted to stop her from giving her life to Christ before she even had the opportunity to do so. If you'll go to the next slide. So again, in 2017, right, the year after that, so you see 2015, we came back to the cross. 2016, our daughter came back to the cross. In 2017, he blessed us with our very first son in the name of Jesus Christ because he knew what plans he had in store for me, for our family, for our marriage, and the enemy wanted to take that out, and rightfully so, because I was wrong. I was dead wrong, matter of fact, but God said, not yet, not now. But here's where I want to blow your mind real quick, and I want to tell you how good God is and how he will make it full circle. If you're lucky enough, if you're blessed enough, he'll bring it back to you so you can see right in your face. The picture, again, to the far left, the vehicle, that was July 24th, 2011. The picture to the right was the day before I gave birth to my son. My water broke the next day after church. We were, uh, they gave us some um, cute little pictures and, and all that good jazz and we had so much fun. But he was born on July 24th, 2017. The very same day that the enemy thought he was gonna end my life and send me to the pits of hell where I belong. God said, no, she shall not die, but she shall live. And it's not just for her. How many of y'all know it's never just for us? It's never just about me. It's never just about you. Your story, whatever you're going through is so important. You were worth dying for. And I thank God, instead of having me stinking in my grave, he said she shall live, not just for me, but for our son. And you can go to the last slide. And that's our baby boy. His name is also little Miko. And he's a going on a terrible too, honey. But he is such a blessing. I just thank God for him. And it simply says, God is faithful. God's promises never expire. I want to encourage you, no matter what you're going through, I don't care how far you've been removed. My case, I was a party girl, a good time girl. I thank God he gets all the glory. I used to be the girl they would call when they would want to go party. Now they call me when they need prayer. And I just thank God that he saved my life. And I want you to know if he did it for me, he will do it for you. I don't care if you have that family member, that child, that cousin that you feel that won't get right. I promise you, continue to pray for them because the prayers of the righteous avail much. And you are blessed and you are worthy of love. God wants to love you. I don't care what it is. He is waiting for you with open arms to bring you back into the fold just like he did it for me. He's got my back. He's got my front. He's got my side from the left to the right. And he's got you too. God bless you and thank you.